Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Well, I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It like, was wait, in wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side. Yes. Figured it out. is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. Go to Hornets. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live. Boy, the Boom Boom Room was rocking last night. East Carolina victory over Tulane in Menji's Coliseum. We will dissect that one and talk a lot of ECU athletics and everything else going on in the sports world today on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7. FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And you can also see us on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can be a part of today's show by chiming in on YouTube, Facebook Live, or Twitter. And uh, what is on your mind on this Thursday as we head off into uh, a busy sports weekend with the Keith LeClaire Classic beginning on a friday they'll be playing out at clark leclerc stadium friday saturday sunday double headers every day with east carolina playing in game two each day we will talk some pirate baseball later on in today's show with former pirate brandon manning he will uh diagnose what's going on uh wrong during the midweek and talk about the great weekends ec has had so far five and oh on weekend games oh and two in the midweek for the Pirates. We will uh, talk to Brandon Manning about that coming up in hour number two. Also, Name That Sound is back. Shirley Rhodes will be hosting the festivities uh, following All-Star break last week, which saw Chandler get his first unofficial win of the Name That Sound season. Uh, But now we're back to the regular season, back to reality, as uh, I look to defend the crown today against the Chan Man coming up at 4.30. Looking forward to seeing what, uh, hearing, I should say, what sounds Shirley Rhodes has for us today. Uh, Billy Weaver going to join us in hour number three. We'll talk pirate hoops, pirate baseball, uh, NASCAR, everything in between. As uh, this is March. It is March 2nd, and I'm watching live basketball as we uh, come on the air today. It is Troy taking on Arkansas State in the second round of the Sun Belt Championship. You got games going on all day. South Alabama knocked off Appalachian State earlier today. Just watched Northern Iowa beat Illinois State. So uh, the mini madness is here with the conference tournaments. You've got bigger conference tournaments going on next week, including the AAC Championships in Fort Worth. As uh, East Carolina looks like they're going to be in that 8-9 matchup on the men's side on the women's side congratulations to kim mcneil's pirates they'll get a first round bye as they uh will be the three seed in the aac women's tournament so they avoid that number one usf for as long as possible as they uh try to make some magic happen next week and go to the ncaa tournament so got all that going on we'll keep you up to date on all the scores on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dubuck dubuck Thank you, Shirley. Shirley Rhodes is here. Shirley, welcome. 
Good to be here. Good to be here. Good to see you. Uh, yes, and let me say hello as well to Chandler Honeycutt. Hello, Chandler. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> going great. Good Chandler to see you guys. Chandler snuck out of the room for a minute. Uh, Look, I got struck. I tried to get him. I got struck. I thought I was going to be fine, but I had to use the bathroom. <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that, but well, I. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, it's no problem. But yeah. Ready to go. Three-hour voyage. Ready to uh, take it on with U2. U2. Great band. What's your favorite U2 song? I don't know. Name a U2 song. I don't know. You don't know a single U2 song? If I heard it, I probably would recognize it, but I wouldn't even know that it was U2. I found what I'm looking for. Is that your favorite, Shirley, or are you just naming one? Uh, Streets, Where the Streets Have No Name is my favorite. Great intro. Great build-up to that one. That is probably, hands down, my favorite U2 song. But uh, one name a title and I probably um, hum it. She's just named seven of them. Mysterious ways. Uh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Um, Mysterious I mean, ways. Yeah, the Joshua Tree. I'd like to buy a vowel. The Joshua Joshua Tree album is actually a very good album they have more modern hits chandler such as beautiful day yep beautiful day is a great mm-hmm. one vertigo forgot about vertigo underrated uh favorite of mine is um stuck in a moment oh yeah together that's a good one i completely forgot about stuck in a moment all that's right a good one. this has been talking uh you two with you and Chandler Honeycutt, featuring Chandler Honeycutt. <laughs> All right, welcome in. Boy, Chandler uh, ran the gamut yesterday, Shirley. I got to give him a lot of credit. Man, I'm sore. He was one man <laughs> on four mice, four monitors, four computers, just uh, spinning uh, I, around. I, I, look, I asked you, Chandler, in, in my defense, you I did. did ask Chandler if, because I was scheduled to leave early yesterday, um, because uh, my mother is uh, in a rehab facility after a, an, a, uh, a recent fall, and I was scheduled to leave early. And I asked Chandler, I said, now, Glenn was supposed to, to fill in for me or kind of help out, and uh, something came up and Glenn couldn't make it. So I asked Chandler, I said, do you want me to stay? I will stay and do the show. And Chandler's like, no, 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 I got it, I got it. I was like, I asked him multiple times, are you sure? And he said, yes. So I left. Chandler said. <laughs> 30 minutes after the show starts, my phone starts ringing. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. We I had a know. meltdown. We had some, um, not Chandler's fault. We had some no, uh, no, 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 mechanical no. issues. And look, I got, I mean, already I was fine. Like, of course, I, it's, it's a little stressful uh, having to keep up with both of these, which you have done multiple times if i've had to go out and see a client right quick or uh, go to the bathroom or go to the bathroom oh, yes. um but, or go to a bachelor party but when i discovered or go play golf or go to a wedding yeah or, <laughs> or, <laughs> i mean just numerous times oh yeah well yeah um, or if you just take a day off for your birthday oh yeah, yeah i forgot about that, that one yeah. Yeah. yeah um keep on you got another one i don't think that's good but when that problem occurred when oh this when he situa- had to do pa for the football <laughs> Uh, for uh, high school football play yeah. Play yeah, yeah play or play uh pa for ecu volleyball when he had to leave oh, three yeah, hours yeah, yeah. early to get there on time yeah uh-huh. that time yeah yeah um you guys done 
You guys finished? I think so. All right. Are you finished? I mean, that's a long list there. And guess what? Every <laughs> box on that list has been checked. And it's true. So, and I can't deny it. But when that problem occurred yesterday, when I found out there was a problem, man, uh, my mind was just spinning. I was like, oh, gosh. And then that's when I called you, and I remember thinking, like, she's left. She's like, I've told her several times a day, I've got this. Everything's fine. And I'm calling her not even 20, 30 minutes into the show. But we got it fixed, and I was able to do all three hours of the show by myself. Chandler said, we're going to get this show done, Shirley. With or without you. With or without you. That's, uh, you know who sings that song? You too. You too. Another classic. Jack Bowen says, "Pride in the name of love." That is That's a, in the. Yes, you've heard that on the radio cl- many oh, times. That is a great song. Great song, Jack. Johnny Boy, Johnny Stats, Johnny Stats. The reason Jacob Jenkins Coward's hitting streak came to an end says Chandler was very focused yesterday. Thanks, Johnny Stats. Yeah, that's the goal of Chandler's to be more focused. Exactly. How are you? We are what a quarter well we're on the third month of the year yeah, third month not quite a quarter year, yeah. done but how do you feel you um have done accomplishing your goal to be more focused this year um i i think i still have a long ways to go but i think it's a pretty good start in the first three months okay uh, but you know never never satisfied sure you can't be satisfied you have to always find a way to improve and i'm doing that every single day uh that's good to hear tj dunn says afternoon clipper good afternoon to you tj hey we're all me and shirley are also here yeah tj would you yeah. like to say good afternoon to shirley and chandler or just me please we also replay the show in the morning so technically it's just good day yeah tj if you could could you also give us a good morning yes while you're at it eric says off topic Corey glore didn't have anyone beside him last night i tuned in their broadcast he has no color commentator he's a one-man show so that may be why Mr. Glore is experiencing a green wave in his bank account. Oh. Go get your money, dog. Go get your money. All right. I was able to. I, I got some video yesterday of the. Tell uh, him to bring me my money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but I was able to fist pump Corey Glore. Um, fist bump or pump? Fist bump. Okay. Uh, let's was, get the pumping <laughs> i was able to fist bump Corey glory yesterday uh i got on the court to get some um video of the two seniors that were recognized yesterday david kasagadai and luigi debo david k and while i was leaving the court i, I gave a fist bump to Corey, and uh, wished him a good call and i did notice that I, I, he did not have a color guy as eric mentioned no color guy he's a one-man band a one-man band that takes talent kaz says hello 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 uh tj says good afternoon morning and good night shirley clipper and chandler thank you tj does he have everything thank covered you. now That's i great. think he's got everything covered now all right uh thank you for that tj uh let's see steve says pride yep already mentioned that one all right, Pirates win last night. We'll get to that next segment because we will hear from Mike Schwartz, also uh, David Casaganay and Casaganay and Luigi Debo. Luigi Debo. Chandler, you pointed it out to both of the players and to Mike Schwartz in the postgame press conference. What a way to start senior night with your two guys playing their last game on the home court, scoring the first bucket. Yeah, that was just very special, I know, for them and uh, watching it. I, I know. 
Uh, Luigi started it off with a jam, a one-handed jam on the baseline, and uh, crowd started getting uh, getting loud there. And then very, I believe, very next possession, David K went down. He pumped faked a three, stepped a couple of steps, and knocked down a jumper. And I was like, hmm, that's pretty fitting. Those are the two guys that got recognized, and those are the two guys that are getting this game started. And in a lot of games this year, East Carolina was the team that got knocked in the mouth. Last night, it was East Carolina knocking Tulane in the mouth. And what a, do- a dominating that was, uh, win last night. That was wire-to-wire victory by ECU. From the tip to the final whistle, yep. the final horn. Uh, they took it down last night. John says, hello. We took down the Glore man. I mean, we took him down to Chinatown. That was a beatdown. Yeah. I, I mean, I was shocked. How did you like my tweet yesterday, last night? Which one? The one I said, should we call the post-game show and, and tell Corey Glore that East Carolina is an actual good basketball team? Uh, uh, Corey, I would like to tell the Tulane audience out there listening and all the great Green Wave fans that you lost to a good basketball team last night. Do not be upset losing <laughs> to the Pirates last night. That is a reference to Corey calling in the fifth quarter after ECU lost to Tulane and telling all the Pirate fans that Tulane's a good team. Like, we care. Like, we want to hear that. And he was right. He was. But there's a time and a place. Exactly. I agree. The other really cool thing I saw. You know what I I should do? Sorry, Shirley. No, go ahead. Just give out Corey's cell number and let all the Pirate fans (laughs) call Corey. He probably won't answer. Leave a voicemail telling him how, like, don't worry about that loss last night. Don't worry about that loss. It's okay. You guys are going to be fine. You're going to be all right. So we'll do that later in the show. Mm, That should be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll get a phone call. (laughs) Shirley, you were saying. Uh, I just thought it was uh, uh, a rather uh, interesting but uh, also a poignant piece, the, the patch that they had on the uniforms for the Pirates last night. Oh yeah, I didn't they even said the voice. That, that was sweet. Yeah, that I was saw awesome. that on. I was watching the game on TV last night, and uh, oh no, oh, you boy. have a a slight leakage there. <laughs> For the radio audience, you should probably. Say oh, what I that need is. to describe. Uh, the, your pen is leaking. You've got black ink all over your hand. Yeah, you it's got some bad. leakage. It's gotten bad in here, folks. It is uh, not good. Uh, that patch was cool. It said the voice. Yes, simple. To the point, great tribute on the jerseys. Yeah, the I thought that was wasn't really too cool. big, wasn't too small. It was the perfect size. Yeah, because I it, I, when when I saw uh, it was, I can't remember who it was at the free throw line, and I I saw it, and I was like, what is that? Because at the initial shot, I didn't catch the 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 letters on there, so I couldn't read it. I just noticed that there was like a, a an odd looking patch on the on the jerseys. So it wasn't until I I saw it again. And I looked closer, and I said, "I'll be doggone!" It says the voice on there. I'll be dag darn. So, yeah. So, uh, but I, I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool for the Pirates to do that. Very cool. Uh, Pirates will be on the road at Tulane. Tulane's going to be like a seven and a half, eight and a half something point favorite. I mean, it wouldn't shock me to see the score go the other way on Friday. Yeah. I mean, it happened last year. Yeah, beat Tulane here, lost to them by a lot on the road. It, it, it's not that we're saying that East Carolina cannot play that good two games in a row. I think it's more that Tulane cannot play that bad. Two I agree. Games, two I games agree. in a row. Well, 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 very well put. 
Thank you, sir. Chandler. Because Tulane last night, and not taken away from East Carolina, they played outstanding basketball, but Tulane could not get anything to go. Yeah. They were turning the ball over left and right. I um, hate to say – I hate to talk about a team's effort because I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know – I don't know how hard they're working, how much they want it, but they just seemed a little lackadaisical. Like, like the, going with the motions. The 9 o'clock tip-off, uh, ECU looked fine and locked in. Tulane looked like they'd rather be on Bourbon Street, just yeah, the way it looked to me. I totally agree. I mean, it definitely showed on the court last night. But I tell you what else showed on the court, and I hope I think you might have mentioned this uh, through a text thread we were uh, discussing through um ron hunter's reactions yeah and look listen east carolina was knocking down a lot of shots especially those shots that were open and, and makeable and every time the ball went through the hoop ron hunter had some sort of reaction to that made shot and i was hoping that he would get they would get his reaction on tv like they were like we were seeing they uh, showed the quite game. a bit of them but yeah. I, I i and i go and, and i text three i was like the the main reason you should feel bad about not being at this game is because you're missing ron hunter right as they were showing ron hunter on tv <laughs> while i got that text but he is one of the more animated coaches in college basketball uh and patrick was talking about him yesterday during that georgia state uh tournament game where his son rj hits the shots at the end and he falls off he had uh like broken his foot in a conference tournament celebration so he was on a stool, <laughs> a rolling stool yeah. or whatever, uh, for the NCAA tournament, and he fell off that celebrating. So, all right, I need uh, clarification on two comments on Facebook. Adam says y'all should do a segment with everybody doing different jobs. That'd be interesting. What does he mean by that? I don't know. Does he like mean like switch positions? We switch, yeah, or like Shirley go join the uh, fire squad for one day. <laughs> That and would I, and be I become a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I do a civil case. Your Honor, uh, 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 hold on. Uh, uh, I object. I, uh, I object uh, on the take, grounds of... Um, can we take recess? Yeah. Can Is it time for lunch yet? And I want to be a surgeon. Spinal. Spinal <laughs> surgeon. I'm a, I want to be a spinal surgeon. And uh, so, Adam, clarify what you mean by that. Johnny, also, if you could clarify, he says the warm-up shirts were cool for a trailblazing pirate as well. I missed that. Um, I have to go get my phone because I had to ask Igo who it was. It was the number 30 and the last name Colbert. Apparently, Colbert. A, Colbert Colbert, um, but is a Hall of Famer. Okay. And... I apologize for being ignorant on this, Johnny. If you could give us some more details, that Please, would be I don't know appreciated. 100%. I mean, I've seen the warm-up shirts. I, I saw them, and I thought they were pretty cool, but I do not know the significance of it. I had noticed them, but I really didn't question it. And then Garrett Short came up to me and said, hey, what is the warm-up sh- sh- shorts? Warm-up shirts for? And you want to be my lawyer? Yeah, if you allow me. <laughs> but I had to text Igo, and then he gave me the explanation. All right. Uh, where's your phone? Over there charging. Okay. Made it sound like it was like, say, I got to go get my phone. Like, I was just wondering, did you leave it in the bathroom? No, it's, or? It's, no I literally right there. <laughs> if I had two more of my arms, I'd be able to touch it. Okay. That would be cool. Would you, yeah, have you ever thought about cutting off one of your arms, sewing it onto your other arm so you just have one long arm? 
for the rest of your life, or you can take it off whenever and reattach it to the other side. That's a great question, Chandler. Because now, if that's the case, I mean, yes. yeah, well, obviously, if that's the case, you'd do it all the time, right? Like you're sitting on the couch, you left the remote in the recliner. Oh man, take your arm Snap. off, attach it, boom. Yeah, I mean, but I'm talking about a permanent sitch. Now, what would be really cool? You'd also be able to dunk. Yes, yes. But you, you're say you were in a duck contest, it'd be very limited because you only have that one arm. Well, well. That and you're not going to have a whole lot of stability with that arm too, because yeah. it's not like you can. So you're looking I'm at it. I'm thinking it's probably a little stiff up top. You're thinking about a situation where, like, like not you're a holding a stick almost, and yes. at the end, it's, it's very, it's very weak and floppy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you'd have to do exercises to build up that joint. <laughs> where the arms meet <laughs> is, i just just thinking about this is so weird you could do like uh but it needs to it needs double to have a lock, yeah it's you need to have like a, a like a locking hinge on it yeah well so, you can go to the uh hardware yeah you can go to the hardware store and get one of those but you, you know because you, you can't build up a joint and then detach it you know what i'm saying like if you're going to detach it and only use it when you need it it's kind of hard to build up that joint. I mean, it has to be an everyday thing. I just appreciate y'all putting so much like thought into this and taking this serious. I mean, I really do appreciate that. Well, you know, we're serious around here. You know, when, uh, when we have to kill a bit, we you know <laughs> we have to kill a bit. I thought of another issue: <laughs> buying clothes would be an issue. Yeah, especially long sleeve shirts. Yep. That's yeah. going to be a problem. Yep. I mean, because one arm is going to be warm, the other is going to be slightly cold. Um. <clears throat> But if you, I mean, I guess you could just buy a long sleeve shirt, cut off one of the sleeves, sew it on. How about this? This would be cool. Yeah. Chopping off both your arms. Oh, that it sounds cool. Attaching them to the bottom of your feet. Okay. But you put the elbow or the shoulder at the bottom of your feet and you're walking on your hands. And you're like another... The hell is that supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. How's that going to work? What's that going to do? But here's the problem. You have no arms. That's a huge problem. Oh, yeah. You're nine foot tall, but no arms. I was like, you... I was going to say, you can use it... In order for you to solve a problem, you just created I a know. different problem? You're the one that created and then you were like, but here's your problem. <laughs> yeah, you, I, here's you brought the, it up. Here's the, yeah, here's the issue, though. My idea was to say, to do it, to go reach for something, you ain't got no arms. Well, here's what you do, Chandler. You, you sit down and then you lift your leg. You stand on one hand, and with your other leg hand, you go grab it. You, you're yeah, grabbing yeah. with your feet at this point, basically. Yes, but once you grab it, what are you going to do with it? Because you can't, like, hand it back to your hands because you have no arms. There's your problem. There's your problem. <laughs> There's your problem. You figured out your problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. All right, Adam says, Chandler hosting, Clip and Shirley spot, Shirley and Chandler spot. That's really not much of a change, really. I know. I mean, we know how to do each other's job. Adam, give us something more exciting than that. Uh, Johnny says, uh, Colbert was a baseball and basketball player, first African-American athlete at East Carolina. Thank you, Johnny. Okay. All I, right. I well, then that makes sense. educate myself on the man. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, Brad says you could, with that extra long arm, now, I don't know. He says you could slam dunk in beer pong with that arm. 
But isn't the rule? Elbows. Yeah. Uh, you gotta work, that's the, you pro, have that's to work problem. the elbow. Which means you'd have to stand further away from the table to launch it. Now, ping pong, you'd be pretty oh, good. You yeah. just block everything. But here's the question about the beer pong. Is this a problem? No, here's a question that could maybe solve the problem. It says, all right, elbows, right? You can't. Your elbows can't cross the, the edge of the table. Mm-hmm. Now, what if it's that first elbow? Maybe that second elbow with that second arm attached to your arm, that second elbow doesn't count. It's just that one elbow. The well, first then one. you have to clarify which elbow. Yeah. One or two. Because if you do just one, then yes, your your uh, hypothesis would work. Because then all you have to do is just reach over and just drop it into a cup instead of launching it. Now, if it's elbow number two, then you're going to have to step further away from the table. And then you have even further to toss that ping pong. Yep. I think we've hit the, uh, the end of it. Yeah, we hit the wall on this one. Redbeard asks, are y'all high? No, I'm not. I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I am not. Uh, I would I, have to say a negative on my part. I'm not. I'm negative. I'm just covered in ink. Maybe that's making me have hallucinations. But that's not the permanent ink, so that's not really fun. John says, what do you think about this women's basketball fight between Florida and Kentucky? First I'm hearing of it. So I just uh, went to Twitter. I think it was eight players got ejected from that game. I love the beginning of it, though. All right, here's what happened. Let's see. Florida. No, Kentucky scores. A Kentucky player grabs the ball out of the net, turns around. There is a Florida player right in her face going to take the ball out. They clash. And then the Kentucky player kind of does a mush, a ball mush, on the Florida player's face. Florida player fires the basketball at the Kentucky player, missing by 12 feet. Could have had a direct headshot, but missed she by a mile. had the extra arm, she could have caught it. <laughs> I mean, a huge throw. Now there's talking going on, and here they go. Then that girl that threw the ball now runs across half court. Oh, my gosh. Eh, takes a few. Eh, I didn't really see a swing in there. And we got pushing and shoving. We're on the sidelines now. We got yo mama, yo mama. This is two top 15 teams going at it, too. This is nothing. It's a nothing burger. How did that people get ejected? We got arguing. This girl's mad. The girl that got ball mushed. Um, the one with the lashes? Yes, she is mad. She said... Uh, that girl mushed the, my face with the ball. She calls that. Thing She's up. also mad because she missed that headshot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, this is a nothing burger. Who's the guy in the NBA that like? There's a meme where he's like Chris Dudley. All right, Dudley. when Shaq dunks on him, and uh, then he throws the ball. That's what I'm thinking about. Shaq dunks on Dudley, pushes him down. Yep. He gets up, throws, he throws the, ball. the ball. But there's another one that's been more recently where this guy, oh my goodness. This guy was running through hmm. people trying to stop Oh, him. I don't know who that is. He's when going she, for LeBron. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know who it is, the, though. When she started running after she threw, yeah. that's what it reminded me of. I guess you can eject her for that, but like... Dang, she completely missed her. Nobody else did anything. But no, you're right. That is a Chris Dudley throw right there, it just except it was left-handed. So, yeah, I got to say. The only thing I can think of is maybe some of the Kentucky players were pushing the the Florida player that threw the ball. So, I I can see where maybe some of the players that got ejected were because she, you know, they were pushing her. But it looked like they were trying to keep her from attacking 
the other player. I wonder if there's something that we're not seeing that the cameras did. Right. Because, or there may have been something said. But right And uh, I got to say, I'm a little upset with John Monroe. He says, what do you think about this women's basketball fight between Florida and Kentucky? I thought it was going to be an all-out melee brawl. And at first, it, that's what it looked like. And it de-escalated very quickly. There was just one angry person on the court because yeah. she got uh, mush-faced. So, uh, John. I've if, seen worse. If you're going to bring up a fight for me to look during the middle of a show, make it good. Now he says, worst fight I've ever seen. Well, why'd you bring it up? Hey, John. Why'd you waste our time? John. We got a lot of important things to do today. I'm sitting here watching a, a we, nothing fight, a nothing burger fight. And we've fight. gone 28 minutes of talking about nothing. We got to talk about sewing on arms to make our arms longer. We ain't got time for this, Joe. We ain't got time for no... His name's John. We might as well call him Joe. Joe. Joe, John, Mo. Who cares? TJ says it just means more in the SEC. Man. Well, I tell you what, at first, after the ball, after throwing the basketball and then her charging, you would have thought, man, it's about to go down. Yeah. But it did. It did. It went downhill. Joshua says Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Pistons is the NBA player that went after LeBron. Yes, thank you. Yep. We need another malice in the palace. I like uh, Bill Burr's bit when he talks about, he was like, sports fans had that coming. You go to a game, you get drunk, you talk junk, you tell the guy, hey, come on up here, buddy, let's fight. And they went up there. Ron Artis said, all right, I'll do that. Steven Jackson and uh just started beating up fans and he was like you know i'm not saying this should happen every game but every once in a while fans need to be put in their place the 30 for 30 of the documentary that i watched um those guys literally they look back on that as if it was something like they had killed somebody and they were like man i don't even like thinking about it Oh, I don't like some like Jermaine O'Neal was Jermaine, like. Was, I remember he was like that. He was like, man, I can't. Well, I mean, they. I remember them saying like every time they went back to the palace, it was like haunting. Like yeah. it was like, man, like ugh, it gave him the ick. Well, just thinking about that big brawl. Uh, let's take a break. Good opening segment, everyone. When we return, that? pardon? You mean that? I enjoyed it. I like. I, I did too. I like. I, I like segments, segments like this. Uh, when we return, we will hear from Mike Schwartz as well as some of the Pirate players from last night's victory over the Tulane Green Wave. We will take a look at the box score as well. Troy hits a three to Where take to go, a 23-22 lead over Arkansas State as they play in the Sun Belt Tournament second round. Arkansas State answers with a three. This could be a fun one to watch. We'll uh, keep an eye on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. And have more for you on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show 
Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Brandon Manning going to join us uh, a little later on on the program. Very excited for his walk-up song that will debut today on Pirate Radio Live. Looking forward to that. Also, Billy Weaver will join us in hour number three. Jeff Nadeau had to reschedule. He's going to come on tomorrow to talk uh, conference tournaments. We'll uh, preview the big weekend, uh, final weekend of the regular season in the NCAA basketball season and uh, talk about all the conference tournaments uh futures i put in another future i had ucla yesterday another one another one i drove back to virginia to get another one in man you're spending a lot in gas lately um well price is down take advantage while you can (laughs) so this is a team that uh nadute to do has been talking about a lot just playing great basketball Last night, they played a cupcake. They were up 13 at half, and the live line was minus 27 and a half. Drove to Virginia, put it in, and they ended up winning by 40. I'm talking about Gonzaga. Under the radar, they have been favorites to win the past couple years. Didn't get it done, but maybe this is the team. This is when they're their best. They're under the radar. I took uh, a future out on Gonzaga to cut down the nets for the first time ever. So now you have Gonzaga and the Bruins of UCLA. How many futures could you see yourself putting down? Uh, At least three more. Why not? Um, I like like having a team to ride in the tournament. Last year I had uh, Wu Pig Suey and Kansas. This year I've got a couple. I've got a Bruin and a Bulldog. I think making that short trip to Virginia and sprinkling a little something on the plus 700 of Houston Cougars might be something worth yeah. putting down. The only thing I'm reluctant about is just that, that that juice. Is it worth the squeeze? You know what I'm saying? I thought about going with the U. I just can't see them winning at all. But oh, when yeah. the brackets come out, I might do what I did with Arkansas last year and maybe do a Miami to the Final Four. I could see that happening. Should I do another Miami ACC championship run? Yeah, but again, the problem's going to be that juice might not be worth the squeeze because there might be the favorite at this point. I haven't looked at it, but we got to ride with the U next week. Yeah. Next week's going to be awesome, Chandler. Oh, I can't We got basketball all day, every, every day. I can't wait. And it's uh, so much fun. Great time of the year. And it's, uh, you know what else is great? When your basketball team is looking good and winning. And that's what happened last night. In Menji's Coliseum, as East Carolina really dominated Tulane out of nowhere. I mean, I didn't see that performance coming uh, last night. Late tip-off, um, I, you know, not a great crowd by any means, but credit to those who were there. I was not. I'm not a true pirate, but credit to you uh, that were there making some noise and cheering on the Pirates as they put up 39 in the first half, 83 for the game. With 44 second-half points, they had three field goals, remember, going into halftime against Houston. They had 13 last night in the first half, just a complete turnaround. Of course, the opponent was a little different. 19 points from the Warrior, Brandon Johnson, who took a shot 
to the face. Came back in, had his uh, upper lip taped up. up yeah. um, and he had 19 last night, 12 rebounds. Great game for him. Jaden Walker messed around and was flirting with a triple-double. 18 points, 10 boards, and 5 assists. What an offensive weapon he has turned into. R.J. Felton missed some layups, some mid-range, some shots he usually makes, but it doesn't matter. He is going to keep coming at you every single possession on both sides. Love the way he plays, made all his free throws, finished the game with 15 points, 5 of 17 shooting. So not a great shooting night for R.J. Felton, but he is what I mean, it's good to see that if he does struggle offensively, misses some shots, it doesn't take him out of the game. He is doing everything possible to play winning basketball and is a pleasure to watch every time the Pirates take the floor. It looked like he was going to get hot because he, he, he knocked down a couple at the beginning of the game, uh, threes that is. Uh, but a big point of emphasis on last night's game would probably be the offensive rebounding that the Pirates did with 17. Now, R.J. Felton only had four boards, but all four – were a part of that 17 offensive rebounds. So Pirates getting second chance opportunities last night was a huge uh, impact in that win. And, I mean, RJ, like you said, R.J. Felton, he might be off some nights, but he's going to give it his all, and he's going to contribute in some way. It, it might not show up in the stat sheet a lot like Luigi DeBoe a lot of the times, but uh, he's going to contribute any way he can. Now, we mentioned the seniors, uh, Kasaganai and DeBoe, uh, with three points each, and they scored uh, – the opening baskets of the game and that was it and then they both uh, hit a free throw later on in the game but Luigi kind of does what he does two blocks uh pirates were blocking a lot of shots last rj felton had one he had one ezra had one uh debunje had one debunje had 10 point debunje's block was a, a highlight yep last night just a great win and um I was looking at best wins of the season this year for ECU basketball you got to go to the Cincinnati comeback. That was just a very special night yeah. in Menchie's Coliseum um, following the passing of the voice Jeff Charles, and I uh, will never forget that night. That's one of the best wins. Last night, one of the best wins. And do you remember all the way back, November 22nd, the Rockets, when East Carolina beat Toledo? Now, at the time, Toledo had lost their previous game to Kansas City. And then ECU beats them, and we're like, hey, this was a good team last year. Maybe they're not going to be that good this year. But you know what? We beat them. They're an experienced team. That's a that's a quality win. We won by 11. We were pretty big dogs in that game. Guess the record. Have you looked at Toledo, Chandler? I have not. They've played 30 games. The, the time East Carolina beat them, they were, that made them 5-2. and two. So after 30 games, what do you think they finished this season? Um... I'd say 20 and 10. 24 and 6. Wow. And they have won 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 games in a row. <laughs> and they got Ball State tomorrow. Yeah. And then they have the MAC tournament. And Pirates might have beaten the tournament team in Toledo if they can uh, win the MAC. But they definitely like a postseason team. 15 and 2. In conference play, they've won 14 in a row and uh, two and two on neutral sites. One of those neutral site losses was to ECU. So if I'm looking at best wins of the year for the Pirates, I'm going uh, Rockets, Bearcats, and Green Wave last night. 
Yeah, absolutely. Some quality wins there for Mike Mike Schwartz in his first year. And uh, looking at this tweet from Stephen Igo last night, he said ECU ties his AAC previous best with six league wins on the season. But I mean, for and that's just unbelievable when you think about a first year head coach and not just a first year head coach. This is his first head coaching gig. And he's got a group where a lot of these guys did not play with each other. This is their first year playing with each other. And, and th- I mean, the non-con that we just mentioned uh, with the quality wins we had there, but this is a tough league to win, period. This is a tough league to win in. And uh, Pirates got a couple of wins on the road. Yes, it was one was to a, a really bad Tulane – or, excuse me, Tulsa team. But the very second game in the conference, they go on the road to Wichita State and get a – pretty dominant win there they win by 10 yeah and i mean so. wichita state's not great this year that's a great win for east carolina i don't know if that's a win against a good opponent right but I, I, I mean that's a go, good win to go on the road yeah uh and even if they're not good uh, <clears throat> that crowd's always going to be hostile so uh but very impressive uh with what mike schwartz has had to deal with one i mean with the loss of javon small uh, and, and and some other players, you know, you had a guy transfer, a guy that was not going to play this year with Jones, and then you also had Winston Tabbs, who you, you kind of were looking on to be a big part of this program this yeah. year. He leaves. Uh, and then, of course, this team, I think this team's won three games since the tragic passing of Jeff Charles. So just the adversity they've gone through this year and Mike Schwartz's first year has just been unbelievable. And to get six, six wins in this league, especially when you're talking about ECU basketball, is just very satisfying to know, and I think that's just going to. I think those wins are going to grow as the years go on. Well, under Mike Schwartz. for that to happen, uh, we got to keep these guys around, yep. and and he's got to add to it. Uh, you can't just make this a one-off. It feels like every ECU basketball season is just that—a season. It's not a building block. It's not a program. It just feels like a season because there's so much change even before the portal with losing key members of the team and you just hope that enough is uh, being done on the nil front i feel like enough is being done on the vision of mike schwartz and what he's selling to these players and i go brought it up yesterday after the houston game you had ezra post game talking about how he was looking forward to next year and growing and getting better and man you love to hear that you just hope next year's a long ways away yeah, and I had somebody come up to me last night and ask me, uh, an older gentleman that sits in Section 213, but he asked me, he said, he said, what do you think this team's going to be like next year? I said, you, I said, do you mean performance-wise? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, man, I'm going to have to tell you, I don't know. Because you, you just this, in this day and age of college athletics, especially at a school like East Carolina, you don't know who's going to go, who's going to stay. So... I really don't know how it's going to be. I, I feel confident in Mike Schwartz getting the right guys in here if people do leave. Uh, maybe it's some of those guys that didn't get to see the floor a lot this year, but you're hoping that somebody like a Ezra Asar, uh, a Brandon Johnson, uh, and some other key players um, are going to stay and, and try to build on what the the success they've had this year. So you just you don't know who's going to go and who's going to stay, and that stinks. But that's just the NCAA, that's the that's college athletics all around right now. William says, "What does ECU need to pick up in the portal this offseason to contend for the new AAC next year?" And the answers are obvious: um, an athletic big man to uh, 
put up against the bigger teams in the league, which you're losing some of those bigger teams in the league. East Carolina out-rebounded Cincinnati, despite their size, but uh, Houston leaving and UCF leaving. I mean, you're still going to have some big teams in the paint to contend with, so you need that. You need a three-point bomber on the wing, and then would love another point guard. Jaden Walker has really done a good job filling in for Javon Small, but let's say you get Small back and small i don't know he just at times seems like he didn't play with scoring aggression and maybe he is a pass first uh point guard but the way he can shoot the way he can get to the rim uh he showed that before his injury i wouldn't mind seeing him play off the ball if you got another point guard so i don't know point guard three-point shooting wing and a big man i mean that sounds pretty obvious so. talking, talking about javon small yeah before the injury we're i remember talking about how much improvement he had had over yeah. the past year because i remember last year watching east carolina basketball and watching javon small i remember us saying man i wish we were he was more aggressive shooting the basketball i wish he was more aggressive uh attacking the lane and getting to the hoop and that's exactly what he was doing before that injury. And I mean, he was averaging over uh, around 20 points a game and was leading the Pirates offensively. Um, so, I mean, maybe that's a key plug, uh, a key player uh, that can contribute going forward. Johnny, our basketball guy says, don't sleep on Sear contributing right away. I believe it's Sear, C-Y-R, Malanga. He is the 6'11 center who is coming in and yeah it'd be great to uh so we do have some size coming in will he be ready to go from day one year one we shall see but there's reason for excitement if you return everybody if ezra's back if brandon johnson's back think about another year brandon johnson think about the leap he made from year one to year two and and what's he going to add to the arsenal next year you know maybe he gets uh thicker bigger can do more inside but uh, even last night, returning from the game after taking that shot, I remember he grabbed a rebound and had four two-lane guys on him and was able to uh, go back up, draw a foul, just playing big inside, and uh, what a player he has been this year. All right, let's – that was a hearty ECU basketball discussion, robust. And it was fun because East Carolina looked great last night and got an awesome win on senior night. All right, let's take a break. We'll uh, come back, get ready to wrap up Hour 1, and then uh, talk some Pirate Baseball with Brandon Manning. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Looking forward to talking some baseball with Brandon Manning. Of course, ECU baseball, but also, you know, spring training, new rules. I just saw on Twitter, Wandy Peralta striking out a batter in 20 seconds. It was strike one. Ball goes back to the pitcher. He immediately sets up. He doesn't pitch. Uh, he pitches from the stretch. 
gets the ball back on the rubber, batter in, strike two, gets the ball back, back on the rubber, strike three, uh, 22nd at bat. So they are playing at a warp speed. We'll see what Brandon Manning thinks about that and Pirate Baseball when uh, we get his thoughts coming up on the show. Uh, Let's get the opening comment from Mike Schwartz, if we could, Shirley, and hear what he had to say following the victory last night and uh, how much respect he has for Ron Hunter. Great respect for uh, Coach Hunter and his program and the team. Uh, All his players have said this before, that uh, what they've done at Tulane is, is, you know, they're a model in terms of how he, where he's got the program to be one of the very top teams in this league and to be an NCAA tournament type team. So just so much respect for Coach Hunter and their program. Uh, Really proud of our guys. Uh, You know, this is a difficult week coming off of the loss on Saturday, headed into tonight, knowing that we're getting on the road to play them again Friday, and then knowing there's another road game uh, on Sunday. So really proud of the guys for that. There was a huge team emphasis in playing for each other the last few days in in terms of whatever it takes to play for each other. And at the forefront of it was Luigi DeBow and Dave Kasang and I, the seniors, and the guys understanding that that everything we had tonight was going to be to honor those guys and what they've done for this university, what they've done for the program, and what they've done for Greenville, this community. Uh, We love them and really proud of them, and and they helped us uh, get this done tonight as well. We'll hear more of Mike Schwartz later on in the show. Our EC report brought to you by Flight by Yingling. Flight by Yingling, next generation of light beer. Don't just raise a glass or raise the bar. Flight by Yingling, wherever beer is sold. And you'll hear uh, from those two young men that uh, Coach Schwartz talked about and our Chandler Honeycutt asking some great questions in that postgame press conference last night. But, man, it was great to see the Pirates uh, in Menji's pick up a win. Uh, a topic I don't like to discuss, but it is Sports Talk Radio, and we do talk about the team and make projections, so we have to talk about it. William says, do you think Caleb LeCount is one is on the team next year? I'm going to say no, and I don't know anything other than he's from California. His playing time decreased to just about zero here at the end of the year, and he seems like he might you know brandon if you're let's wait till you have a microphone in front of you before you uh start talking um i just feel like he might seek other opportunities i don't know and and i again i don't know anything this is this is what i my, my perspective if you're mike schwartz you're looking to bring in talented point guards if they do that the count might get lapped and have even less playing time next year. So, you know, that's my take on it. If I had to bet on it, I would say no. John says he will be, he will be, don't count out LeCount. All right. Don't count out LeCount. Perhaps, yeah. So, Chandler? It's funny because I I went uh last night was getting some warm-up shots of some videos of the guys warming up that is funny that's hilarious but when you mentioned LeCount, i remember looking at him last night and thinking man i forgot about this guy yeah because he hasn't really uh, he has not gotten all that much playing time in the past couple of weeks um and we saw him we saw we've seen him start a few games this year and yeah as the season's gone on his playing time has been limited um and so i don't know usually when you look at that and when you see that situation occur that usually means that they're going to go elsewhere and like you said 
Mike Schwartz probably going to have to try to get some other point guards uh, in here, and that probably, I'm sure those point guards will be taller than five six, five seven. So. Um, nothing he could do about his and size. He but. had a rough year shooting the ball from behind the arc and turning the ball was, over. Yeah. So, uh, and again, he's going to get a lot better. Uh, every player does as they grow older. And that might happen here in Greenville. My main thought is I mean, two things playing time and just where he's from, California. Does he look for a chance to go back closer to home? I don't know. Uh, I'd love to see him stay. Seems like a great guy. It was really fun to talk to was. at uh, Media Day. Yeah. So, I hope he sticks around. I hope they all do. Um, Let's take a break. I don't follow recruiting. I don't like recruiting. I kind of just like watching games and that part of it. But uh, East Carolina, Hoist the Colors tweeting out, East Carolina just offered a running back. All right. I'm sorry. He's been offered. He's looking into an ECU visit this spring after a January offer. His name is Turbo Richards. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know who he is, anything about him, but I want a guy on my team named Turbo. That sounds like one of these YouTube commenters. That's not your real name. Turbo Richards. Turbo Richards. And and he's a running back. Love him. We can have a guy named Nemo. Turbo. We can have a guy named Camaro. (laughs) We can have a guy named Turbo. We can have a guy named Gun. We are assembling the all-name team. Brandon Manning joins us when we return. We're talking Pirate Baseball and having uh, his great walk-up song debut for the first time back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Surely I saw that uh, Mandalorian has come out with a new season. Yes, they started streaming yesterday, I believe. Mando. I might wait on that, watch it after the tournament, and just kind of watch them all instead of watching one by one yeah i'm gonna um if i have time this weekend i'm gonna try to catch at least the first episode but uh it's not looking good right now well i'll tell you what is looking good and that is the man to my left he is back to talk pirate baseball here in the pirate radio studios i'm talking about you thanks clipper his name is brandon manning surely let's welcome him in to pirate radio live I used to be hell on wheels Back when I was a younger man Now my body says, oh, you can do this, boy But my pride says, oh, yes, you can I ain't as good as I once was That's just the cold, hard truth I still throw a few back Talk a little smack when I'm feeling bulletproof. 
So don't double dog dare me now Cause I'd have to call your bluff Longest intro ever. I, I, I was about to say the same <laughs> thing. Good one, <laughs> as I ever was. All right, verse four. All right, all right Brandon's segment's over. All right, there you it is. What? I don't remember it being that long. I know. When you recorded it. It feels really long when you're sitting here just watching it live. <laughs> you don't live. even know. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Is the, uh, that song true to your life? You are not as yeah. good as you once was, or ever was ever was period <laughs> brandon good to have you here in studio uh to talk some pirate baseball we do the farm bureau uh recap every monday on the show kind of a preview when we talk to you here on thursdays but there is a midweek game to recap and it was ugly Oof. ugly ugly you know sometimes you're gonna fall into that i mean again earlier on the season i can't blame it on the wet like the cold i told you last year was when the weather warms up our bats typically warm up with it um but I, sometimes midweek games guys just aren't there i mean it number one i couldn't tell because of the terrible angle of the camera what was going on but i that don't think rough. there was that many people there if at all i mean you talk about a midweek game in a minor league stadium in a town not known to being friendly scooter said uh not a lot of fans there but it was like 80 20 ecu for the fans that were there so there was literally 80 ECU fans? <laughs> 80 20. to 20. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, there is a trend. It's very early, small sample size, but there is a trend, uh, Brandon, and that is East Carolina not hitting starting pitching. I mean, we saw it, what, game one against George Washington, and they got going. Saw it against North Carolina twice. Saw it against Duke. I guess Campbell threw several arms, but, but just those four instances I named, uh, we've seen that so far. Uh, uh, no, I, don't, I don't know i am not putting much to that okay. uh I, I think we're very tough when you try to see us a couple of times we figure out um the coaches study you know not only before the game during the game and they study what you're doing and i think by our third at bats i think our guys are just ready to hit and they know what you're going to throw them no doubt about that uh another trend is east carolina hitting uh bullpen pitching and we saw that all throughout uh, the week, the first two weekends of the season. Uh, interesting this week because you're going to face three different opponents. What do you think about that, uh, Brandon, as the series as opposed to playing three different teams on a weekend? The tournament itself is just a great tournament. You know, it's always been for a great cause, and I'm thinking this is the 20th year or something like that. So, number one, great tournament. Everybody come on out and support. But I like it. Um, it really reminds me of the easter tournaments we have around here you don't never know what you're getting uh you may not you may see a, a friday night starter on the third game versus the second game because they want you know to match up with your guy i mean it's just great it's it gets you ready for regionals and super regionals it really does uh let's uh, let's talk about some players and differences you've seen so far from last year to this year starting with trey savage because uh, he was great against north carolina he has made himself one of the top tier pitchers especially in the league and just I, I think he's ready to go he's he's leading the he's leading the charge from the um top you know really throwing strikes uh really worked on his off speed this change up that was pretty good right there um really doing a very good job of mixing up pitches i mean austin knight's doing a great job calling pitches obviously but his change up is i told everybody it's like a yo-yo means when you throw it it just sort of stops every once in a while and gets guys really off balance so he's he's doing a good job is he uh the friday guy at some point this year you think i mean you still have the number one pitcher the pitcher the of the year yeah i mean i 
until he until he says I can't go, I mean, I I I think you're a solid number two. And you were talking about Carter Spivey, who came in to get the close, uh, was yeah. unable to start uh, against the North Carolina last Friday, didn't pitch at all. Two days later, he's in to get the biggest out of the game, the biggest uh, three outs actually, because it was two on, nobody out when he came in. And I, and I think he's still comfortable with that role. I mean, he's the kind of pitcher that. He's a bulldog. If you give him the ball, he's ready to go whatever role you give him, and that was what we needed right then at that time. And I think he can come in like 110%, you know, not pitch at 95 to 100% like a lot of pitchers do, so they'll go deep in the game. He came in full of adrenaline and just wanted to K everybody. While we're on the topic of pitching, Josh Groves uh, still striking guys out, still giving up some bombs every now and then. That's kind of his thing. You know, early in the season, you still got a few pitchers that um, – may or may not be as dialed in as they need to be i mean it's a quick when christmas comes and you get out there it's a quick thing before you start playing it's not like you get months of practice you don't get a spring training you don't pitchers and catchers don't report and two weeks later then everybody shows up everybody goes so early on the season you're gonna have a few home runs hit you're gonna have a few walks walks has been an issue for well i mean especially the other day the other day i mean you're gonna have a game like that and then you're also gonna have a game where there's a pitcher that is just lights out and you're not ready for it and you didn't know it what was coming and that just happens i mean that's that's baseball that's what makes it great uh zach root was incredible in his first appearance against george washington he had to battle to get the save and look good doing so against north carolina and then battled again on tuesday didn't give up a run in three innings. He had some stress, worked out of it, and uh, just love what I've seen from him so far. Love him. Uh, that that guy, I want him on my team. Number one, he doesn't look like he's getting flustered. And as a, as a young man as he is, uh, it's hard for you to say, all right, here's the ball, go get it with with a long string attached to it. Most time, Cliff's got, nope, that's it, let's go. And I think Cliff's really trusting this guy because he's earning it day in and day out of being that top-tier guy we need for the future. How you like uh, Tyler Brott so far? Uh, Mully and I were kind of calling him a bulldog the other day. Yeah, he's all right. Mully's really high on him. Mully's very, very high on him. I hadn't seen – I'm mean, honest with you, I hadn't seen a lot. I, I didn't go to many spring games. I was busy myself and – or, excuse me, not many fall games, and I was really busy, but – uh, Mully told me to watch out for him. He said he's the guy that you want on your team. He's the guy that you want. And uh, so if Mully says so, I typically trust it on the baseball diamond. All right. Uh, let's talk about some offense. I'm a big star man guy. Jacob Starling has come out of the gates hot, and I expect that to continue. He is. He has been, even when you know he wasn't at his best, he's always had a flair for the dramatic. He's always come up big in clutch spots. Cliff wants him to be more consistent. He said that to us going into the year. Uh, but he has had a steady bat for the Pirates so far this season. You know, he's not going to be your cleanup hitter that hits 25, 30 home runs. But he's the guy that is going to hit the ball. And he's the guy that when you have those the um, J.C. on – um and then whoever's hitting second or third or whatever he's the guy that's going to knock those guys in he's going to get them in or over and he we do a very very good job of moving guys around the base paths and it all starts with him getting knocking guys in i think he's done a great job so far obviously luke Noak, we talked about him last week uh brandon has solidifying his spot uh he was in the lineup in the field the other day in the outfield uh, but it looks like we're going to see a lot of him how about and you can speak to him if you want before i move on he's fast He's a fast fellow. He, he's good. Uh, you know, get go ahead and getting him out there in the field, letting him get a good, you know, 
taste of what's going on out there i think is very important because you never know with injuries what might happen later on down the road but man he's he's a he's a bright spot he gets on first base he's uh everybody's scared to see him out there look like at one point justin wilcoxon was going to hit like 800 this year i don't think that's going to happen but what how about that brandy you get off to such a hot start and then you know the water finds its level i guess so to speak and uh but he was just a man on fire that first weekend and what i don't know what kind of player do you think he's going to be throughout this season well i think we you know the plan was to have the two-headed monster behind yep. the plate and um i, ho- I hope mccrystal i you know there's few rumors going around how long it's going to be or anything like that so i'm not going to speak on that but he was going to get a lot of playing time behind the plate mccrystal was going to do a lot of playing time you know a lot of deviation between the two of them but when mccrystal went down he stepped up you can't expect a kid to start out and hit seven for 12 every weekend with bomb after bomb and double after double and go about it um i think now and I just see it as he's trying to do it with every swing now early, and I think he just needs to take a deep breath, trust his hands like he did that first weekend, and he'll be good to go for the rest of the year. I mean, he's going to 350 to 400 guy, and I'd love to see him with 15 bombs this year. Yeah, I still really like this lineup despite uh, what we saw the other day, expecting uh, some much more uh, offense this weekend when the Pirates host Indiana, Georgetown, and Long Beach State. Cool to have the dirtbags here in greenville long, long beach, beach state. state it is isn't that a uh, thing mark mcguire played for i'm gonna say no uh. <laughs> uh, but i will look it up i thought he was like pack 10 mark mcguire he is a california boy and he went to usc uh, okay thought so there was a there was a, they had a famous major leaguer i'm trying to figure out who it is do you remember uh the mark mcguire card when the usa jersey no the baseball card yeah i, I remember that. uh my brother telling me if he met him they were uh somewhere at a major league game and he met mark mcguire in the elevator and he shook his hand and he, he said he shook my hand like a three-year-old little girl and i was like i, I don't know think but he's just pre-roids i have no i, I don't i don't remember pre-roid mark mcguire good point um let's see how about the great giambino jason giambi evan longoria tulo troy tulowitzki jared weaver and there we'll you go. throw in a couple more so notable alumni from long beach state right. they've got a few i remember in the 90s brandon when the college world series was on cbs and it was like wichita state long beach state were always there yeah uh, when i think of stanford when i hear those schools i think about kind of old 90s college baseball uh so uh cool to have them here and we always have a big 10 team roll in too uh this year that is the hoosiers of indiana um yes i'm very always like seeing those guys but i'm, I'm i want to see georgetown even though i'm not going to be in town for this weekend we got some volleyball tournament in virginia beach but uh, I'm, I'm ready to see Georgetown. We always like to watch the games. I've heard a lot of good things about Georgetown, so we're going to see what we got going on. They waxed the uh, Seahawks of UNCW earlier this year. Yeah. And yeah. are off to a good start. Um, Brandon, what do you think about pace? Um, I don't know. Anything else look different to you watching college baseball this year as opposed to previous years? Mm, yeah. Um, Say that again? Not on the college side. Okay. We'll get to the, the minor league side. Yeah, the college side, I'm not. Uh, now, I will say the first, the Friday night Carolina game, 
well we looked up and it was like most time we feel like it's the third inning physically and it was the seventh Mm -hmm. so i I haven't been able to tell because they've been such great games and you're just into it not paying attention to it but uh i like where we're going you take off 25 or 30 minutes off a game and it it makes everybody pay attention a little bit more i like it so far here's that clip i was talking about uh last segment the 22nd at bat so strike one ball back to the pitcher catches it immediately on the batter never leaves the box here is strike two good throw back to the pitcher he's back on the rubber batter immediately back into the box looks in gets the sign pitch strike three any runners on? and that is it nope no runners runners on okay (laughs) uh what do you think about what you've seen with the pitch clock in spring training so far a couple of things um and uh this is i i heard y'all talking about it with mully the other day and um i might have got out and missed it but when i got a pitcher and i know he's gonna number one he's only gonna be able to throw over two times right pitchers can only throw to a base runner two times to a base um now i can do things a little bit different you know i can get an extra jump on a steal get an extra bigger lead all sorts of stuff second thing on this pitch clock if i know there's gonna be another whole analytics side of this we're like all right this is how long it takes for him to get a sign and get everything now we're gonna steal you might I'm, i have a feeling we're gonna see the stolen base come back out of this and i hope it does um because i don't think my red Sox are gonna be a big offensive juggernaut this year I'll talk with Shirley about that later, but um, I think this is really going to help with bringing some things back that people aren't talking about, you know, stolen base, hit and run, bunts, things like that, um, just just because. I mean, I, again, I'm not a big fan of it. Okay. Because it's taking get... – I'm, I'm not – I don't like for you to tell me, all right, you're pitching the ball like this, but from a – That's interesting. I, I'm glad you looked at it from a positive, and I was going to ask you – uh, how do you feel about it overall? Because it does feel like that you're taking some of the game away from the managers and the players. You're not allowing them to put in pitchers when you want to because yeah, there's a three batter minimum, right? That they instituted a couple years ago. Yeah. Now yeah. you've got the the clock, the throw over, all that stuff. From from a player perspective, if I was sitting in the outfield, if I wasn't catching, if I was you know sitting in the field, infield or outfield, it really doesn't matter. If I have a pitcher that goes out there and he takes the ball out and he's rubbing it back and forth or he's doing everything, he takes his time, God, it aggravated the snot out of me. But when I had a guy who would get the ball, let's go, I only got two pitches, you know, it's like Mario Rivera. Why are we even putting – you know the cutter's coming. (laughs) Let's just go. Yeah. So don't even do it. Get in there. Let's get it done. So you you go look at how fast uh, Big Mo got in and out of there, got to his pitchers out, and that was part of the reason why he was effective. Um, even that mattered, you know, Papelbon, he wasn't going to throw much of anything other than a fastball or maybe, I don't even, I don't even know what a secondary pitch was. They got the ball. That's what makes good closers, good closers. They get the ball, get in there. It doesn't give the offense much time to get going. And as a defense, you stay into the game a lot more. Well, how about from the batter's perspective? Did it annoy you, uh, sitting out in the field and Nomar Garcia Parra is, uh, yeah. putting on his eight batting gloves after every pitch? Him and Derek Jeter are just unreal about, hey, this is my show. You're here to watch me. And it that does bother me, but it bothers pitchers more because they do that just so it's on their timing. Yeah, because get them get off in, their like, rhythm. And I was not one of these guys who jump in the batter's box and call time and I'm, I'm going to do everything. I went, touch the other side of the plate, one practice swing, let's go. 
that that was just me personally and and i wanted to get it get in and get out because the more i thought about it the more i got in my own head so i I think it's going to help hitters more than it's going to help pitchers personally Brandon Manny joining us, talking some baseball here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, we need to take a break. Uh, we'll either say goodbye to you, or you can stick around and be a part of the live studio audience for Name That Sound. Ooh. Now, it's going to be Chandler and, and myself playing, but if we don't know one, and you're one of these guys, Brandon, that chime in, you know all the answers, but now, if you're in the hot seat, how would you do? You know a whole lot when you're away from here. But how uh, how yeah. would you... What's he clapping for? <laughs> I don't know. You want to stick around? Yeah. All now, right. Now I am. Chandler, Chandler's just... No, we're putting you in the hot seat. He wanted a game clap. No, like, come on. Stick around. Name that sound coming up when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. They serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Plus, they have brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. You can follow Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street Hardware Tap Room, uh, Restaurant and Tap Room located right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Your split. Thank you, Squirrely Roads. Does anybody ever call you that? I my nephew calls me Squirrely P. Squirrely P. I have no idea why. I we have are a ton. Now. I have a ton yeah. of. Uh, I have a ton of nicknames. I but think Glenn calls you that sometimes too. Maybe yeah, I swear I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, he does sometimes call me Squirrely. All right, Chandler Honeycutt's here. Brandon Manning is here. Brandon, uh, I'm going to say something to you. It's going to be very difficult. So when you think about Brandon, Brandon, if you know his father, uh, I'm going to need you to remain silent for right, most of this I segment you. i got you i'll sit right here you can do that oh yeah okay all right we'll see um so chandler and i are competing against each other you are here and if you know the answer you can raise your hand tap your chest taunt chandler and i but just don't say the answer until we both tap out is that fair that's fine <laughs> are you upset now no i'm trying to trying to dial it down I'm trying to <laughs> trying to do what i'm told clipper <laughs> all right buddy Jeez. all right let's uh let's hit the intro here shirley Rhodes. it's time for name that sound come on in sit right down take a guess and name that sound turn that frown upside down because it's time but name that sound. Now, here's the host of Name That Sound, Miss Shirley Rose. Thank you, thank you, and welcome in to Name That Sound with an intro much shorter than Brandon Mannix. 
Welcome I used in. to be hell on wheels. <laughs> you, can, you can cut it in half. Just, just start it. Yeah. Just I'm hey. only good as I once was, and go from that last, you know, seven seconds. Do I hear somebody talking? Who is that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's supposed to be funny. That's supposed to be funny. Supposed to be funny. All right. Shirley, welcome into the first show. of all, welcome back uh, yes. for your hosting duties. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. You uh, were away last week, so I played, did a little all star game chandler all-star uh, champion but surely back in the driver's seat today yep and the game is very simple i play a sound you have to identify said sound and it can be from anything uh usually it's pop culture but it can be anything uh Flip. hannah manning chiming in saying yeah right i believe that was to me asking brandon to be quiet <laughs> she also just texted me and told me to put my phone down so i, I can't <laughs> I can't. I can't sit here and be quiet. You, I can't do any. I can't like. You got everybody telling you what to do, Jesus. Brandon. That Lord. is fantastic. <laughs> oh. oh dear. All right. Let's uh, let's see if uh, Owen over here can uh, get on the board What's here this week. Owen. Owen five. Chandler. Owen five. Owen five. All right. Mm. One and so. in all star games. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Here we go. Here's the first sound. <laughs> A pig. Willy Wonka. That is incorrect. I shall play it again. It's a growl. Cujo. By the way, incorrect. Um, Do it again. It's a hog. It's a... Wild boar. Incorrect. Um... A frog. <laughs> no. I'm tapping out. All right. Um, Give me Whitney. Give you Whitney. I have nothing. Nothing. Brandon, you got anything for us? Uh, for some reason, I was thinking Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Ah, that is a good guess, but you are also incorrect. Okay. What do we got? The answer is what is Clippo? <laughs> that is the sound of a hippo my brethren i should have known that it's the uh, sounds i make at night when i'm sleeping <laughs> and ironically they can vocalize loud enough that the equivalent would be a rock concert hmm. they can be heard for quite a considerable distance so they also that. kill more people than alligators down yeah, in like Africa. they are some mean right. suckers don't mess with us. All right. So, good start. All right. We're off to a good start. Here's the next sound. Hungry, hungry hippos. That's a great one, by the way. Be quiet. What, why are you talking? Quiet on set. All right. Next sound. Put your phone down. Cash register. Pinball. Pinball machine. You are correct, sir. All right. I'm a pinball wizard. Well done. Well done. All right. Here we go. Next sound. That's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one. Uh, Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Winning. Yep. That would be Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Everybody went I, nuts. Look. <laughs> this is so difficult for Brandon not to yeah. say anything. Well, that's that the one thing. Was, that one's good. I, I'm a wizard. I mean, <laughs> dragon blood. What are you talking about? Dragon blood? Oh, uh, yeah. Tiger, well, tiger, tiger blood. Tiger blood. Well, that was going to be my original cut. And then I thought, mm, that might give it away. So I was going to go this way. That's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. Go. <laughs> go. You know, all go. of that started, the fall of the weirdness of Sheen started on uh, a Dan Patrick show interview. And uh, I didn't about realize it, was that. When it was on pirate radio. I remember listening to it like, 
what has happened to this guy yeah and then from there he started doing more interviews and yeah it just went nuts yeah all right, all right here we go two nothing this game two has started nothing. off like it usually does mm-hmm. me in the lead here we go next sound i want to apologize i'm not even confident of which end that came out of whitney back to you i'm sorry hmm Mean Girls? Uh, incorrect. Saturday Night Live. Brandon, you know it? Is nah, that, it's just um, funny in general. That was good. <laughs> All right, I'll play it again. I want to apologize. I'm not even confident of which end that came out of. Whitney, back to you. I'm sorry. Back to you. I don't know. I was thinking the um, Sarah, um, Shannon... <laughs> Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon's character. Thank you, Brandon. Stop oh, talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> like, real nervous. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, that's no, what that's, I was thinking was, of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, Sister, that's not it. I can't even, I don't know. Sister Mary Catherine. Catherine. Yep. Gallagher. But that's not it. Yep. That is not, that is not it. Um. Okay. One more time. All right. I want to apologize. I'm not even confident of which oh. one that came out of. Whitney, back to you. I'm sorry. I'll tap that. out. Hold on. Whitney, back to you. Oh, Whitney. <laughs> I have nothing, nothing. Brandon, is that Fat Amy? Uh, you're going to have to name the movie. Uh, Pitch Perfect. That would be incorrect. Okay. Oh, man, I thought that was You're in a ballpark, though. That is actually Melissa McCarthy from oh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Uh, where she belches at the uh, when they go to... Try on the dresses. Try on the dresses. But everybody got food poisoning. Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. And then she said she she apologized. I don't so. know if I've seen that. Well, I'm, you know, it's pop culture. Bridesmaids was a Oh, I'm not complaining. Big movie. I, yeah, I know. No, that's a good one. That's All good. right, Most here we McCarthy, go. funny girl. Very funny. All right, here's the last sound for round one. What was that? That was bad. I don't want to kill you people. Just want to make that clear from the get-go. I want you to work for me. You can't do that if you're Jango. dead now, can you? That would be incorrect. And glorious bastards. Incorrect. One more time. Huh. I don't want to kill you people. Just want to make that clear from the get-go. I want you to work for me. You can't do that if you're dead now, can you? Huh. Huh. Is that Brad Pitt? No. No. Is it a, is it a historical film? No, it is not a film. When did we start being able to ask questions? Yeah. Your Sorry. clue is it is not a film. Sorry. That's your okay. clue. It's not a film. I don't want to kill you people. Just want to make that clear from the get-go. Walking dead. I want you to work for me. You are you correct. You can't do wow. that if you're dead. Now, that was Negan. Never would have got that one. Okay. Negan, Negan, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Negan, Negan. I quit watching it. I it never like, watched the first That was from season yeah, three, by the way. That was his introduction <sighs> to the Mandalorian for the show. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Give us a score update. Uh, it is yeah, three nothing. Slip right. in yeah. the league. Good score. I'm so glad you updated us. I really do need to Forgot change. how many points I have. When I keep score, I just need to put just Owen here. So I can go ahead. It's bad down. when the host of this show. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, because I try. You should be I, look, like. I try to make it easy, but it's not that easy. And I, you know, and you ripped me for going too far back into the archives. So I tried not to do that this time. Kevin, Donald, and Tyler knew Walking Dead. Yep. Uh, 
I don't know how I pulled it because I stopped watching it before that character was introduced, but I will gladly take it. Yep. All, All right. right. We need we to take a break at some yep. point, Shirley. Let's you can do, decide on uh, that. Luke Wilson's brother's name. Owen. Owen. Okay. <laughs> He's right over there. All right. Let's do one more sound, then we'll take a break. All right. Here we go. Next sound. <laughs> Wipe out. Jim Carrey? Incorrect. <laughs> the Joker. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. No. Oh. What laugh? It's a very manical laugh. <laughs> Brian Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> no, although that would have been a great guess. Huh. Dumb and Dumber. Incorrect. Chandler? Venture a guess? Do it again. Um. <laughs> it's a cartoon character, isn't it? It is not. I'm out. Chandler? Man, I'm one, gonna, one more time. I'm going to let Brandon guess after Chandler's done. gosh is it um the wild-haired guy in that movie jeepers Creep? it's not jeepers creepers is it you are incorrect brandon it's would very, you like to uh, venture very you, steve carellish it is but it is not okay you're incorrect uh, one more guess steve martin no is chucky it, uh, oh you are correct yeah huh chucky Ah, Chucky. remember Play you're friends to the end. Remember, I was between this the is so the long. end, friend. <laughs> oh wow, okay. I, if I, you I, ever I, watched I, Chucky, I, I, I see that it would now. be. Yep. Speaking of Chucky, I watched a movie recently that just uh, dropped on Peacock called Megan. Oh, that is creepy. That is very creepy, but uh, kind of funny too. There's a kid that. Uh, gets hit by a car and it's funny okay oh my gosh. you gotta see it you gotta see it to believe it all right then uh all right take us to break Shirley. all right we are uh a clip is in the lead three to nothing we have just gotten into round two we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we'll finish it up i'm going on chandler's team <laughs> You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, grab your amigos and join Chico's for their 40th anniversary party on Saturday, March 11th for 1 until 6 p.m. There will be live music and entertainment from the purple school bus and dj dog in the chico's parking lot it's the biggest fiesta of the year and it's absolutely free make your plans now to be at chico's on saturday march 11th starting at one o'clock congratulations to chico's on 40 years in business now let's head back in to prl hello now back to you cliff all right <laughs> brandon and i were talking about hairlines what he's doing with his life at this age 
what is Brandon doing with his life? You know, I remember like uh, me and LeBron are the same age, like high school, the same year, and the whole nine. I was like, God, look what he's doing with his life, and look at me. You're a little behind. I am in a few departments. Late bloomer. What could have been a late bloomer? That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> All right, Shirley, give us a score update on name that sound. Let's All right, uh, it is currently three nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. Clip over Owen in round two, and uh, we don't have much time left here. Actually, Brandon show. has a one nothing lead, and uh, Brandon's not even correct. playing. And uh, Brandon is not even. Brandon's playing. leading Chandler as well. All right, Chandler, you got to get with it, son. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Next sound. Uh, pitch, uh, pitch perfect. Give me the, give me the name of the song. Ticket for the long. The rain is gone. I can see clearly now. I got a ticket for the run. Oh my god! I haven't seen this movie. Well, since he got the movie correct, I will give him a point. Yeah, that's fat, Amy. It's uh, Anna Kendrick's. It's Anna Kendrick, and it's actually called the Cups song. That's it? The Cups no. song? Yeah. No, she's it playing it on the there. Cups. Yeah, but it's actually called Cups, and then in parentheses it says, take me there. Brandon, uh, are you wearing a Congratulations. cup? Congratulations. Oh, I'm on the board. I, I are, was not a big, that's why I He has avoided field. the shutout. <laughs> you can't put it on the board. Good, good point. Yeah. Good point, Chan Man. All right, next sound. <laughs> mm, um, that's Beavis a, and Butthead. Incorrect. Oh, that's a terrible call. <laughs> Sorry. Clip is doing two things at once. Yeah. Right. They call it charge. No, they Shall call it block. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a uh, cartoon. Ah, uh, it's a minion. Incorrect. <laughs> The more you play it, the funnier it gets. Uh, Gremlin? I've already said Gremlin. No, you've already... Remember, these are sounds you've not heard before. Yeah, this one I've definitely never heard before. All right, I'm tapping out on this one. Chandler? One more time. It sounds like Beavis to me for some reason. Fire! Fire! One more time. Fire! Bruce Lee. Incorrect. Chandler. Wild Thornberries. Incorrect. It is an angry bird. (laughs) It is an angry bird. All right. All right. Moving on. I've annoyed Clip already. Here we go. Next sound. This is Brazil. Fast and Furious. You are correct. Oh, wow. Yes, I, I, that was like instantaneous. Who was that talking? That uh, wasn't Vin Diesel, was it? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. That, that was, was one okay. Dominic Toretto. That right. was when The Rock came and to I, him, and he's like, all these people surrounding yeah, him. Yeah, I was going to say extra points if you knew exactly which one, but... Brandon does. Furious Five. I'll take the point, though. It's Furious Five. All right. How, how many are left? Is this now like a... This we, is we, the last plenty. sound of round two, and then you have one more round and a bonus sound. Furious Five, is that a cousin of yours, Chandler? You're 0 and 5. Hey, give that man his flowers. All right, here we go. <laughs> give me my flowers. Next sound. Dynasty. 
Incorrect. Knott's Landing. Incorrect. Right. Dallas. Incorrect. Is it uh, a, a Ocean something? No. Is it uh, Matlock? Hawaii Five-0? No. Oh, my God. Way off. I know. Brandon, I know. stop. I saw what you're doing, so I'm... Chandler, you I'm can I'm not use saying that. anything. No, he's I'm not, not giving anything see. away. Oh. He couldn't see it. Well, right. I, could, I was going so right show at him. Because I saw it. Show him. It was... He's going like that. No. Okay. You are off. Not You're way off. So, um, American Gladiators. I'm thinking like uh, 80 something. Love Boat. Uh, no. Um, no. Jag. No. Jag. That was the 90s. That was like late 90s. Wow. <laughs> that was the precursor to NCIS. This might be the hardest it's game I've done so murder, far. Murder, she wrote. No, mm. not even close. Uh, What is it? Uh, it would be... Are you tapping out? I wanted to hear, I would. I, I wanted to hear Whitney. Oh, Whitney? Jesus okay. Christ. It would be As the World Turns. Man! I, not that I Man, should have I known even it. I know what that is. But I almost it's went. It's a soap opera. I almost went the soap opera route, cause, but I didn't. I didn't. That's on me. All right. The score four is four to one. Clip is in the lead. We are heading into the final round. Plenty of game left. Plenty of game. Oh, we got to hurry up. Yeah, we do. That's why I said. We All right, to speed hurry up. round. Here we go. Ah. Uh, do it again. Saturday Night Live. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-mm. He's correct. Oh, okay. Jimmy well Fallon. Uh, David, that was David actually Spade from and Chris Farley did it too. Now, no, that's the Gap Girls. They did. This is L. L. By the Jimmy, Yeah, with Jimmy Fallon from the Jimmy Fallon show mm-hmm. from the late from his late night show. Sound like Billy Weaver making it sound like that. Uh, reminds us. All right, next. Yes. Okay. Good work, Chandler. All right. Well done. Okay, four to two is your score. Next sound. Ha! Yeah, I killed me. I know I should know this. It's got a laugh track behind it. Ha! Yeah! I killed me! The guy from uh, the Cody no. that lived in the thing, step no. by step. No. Ha! Yeah! I killed me! Alf? You are correct. Yes! Yes. 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 Bonus points if you knew what A- Alf stood for. Alien life form. Correct. All right, here we go. go. Next sound. At, at that bonus. Oh, Chandler's getting oh, no, no. sour. Look at that. Way to go. Way to go. Next. Good, good job. Here we go. Next sound. You really want to know how to stay alive? You get people to like you. I've definitely heard that before, I think. Shall I play it again? Yeah. You don't know who it is? Shh. Brandon. <laughs> no, see, don't do that. Shh. You really want to know how to stay alive? You get people to like you. That's, uh... Usual suspects. Robert. Uh, uh, Robert. Shh, shh. I need the movie. I don't need the actor. You really want to know how to stay alive? You get people to like you. Scarface? God, I've no. heard this. I, I know it. Um. All right. All right. We, we're I'm, running out of time. All right. Go ahead. What do you got? Clip, you are going to kick yourself. That's Woody Harrelson in The Hunger Games. Oh, wow. know how to stay alive. Wow. Yep, I've you heard that too to much. Like I, I, that's stupid. That's something. I, I, All right, I, here I, we go. I, I stink. Next sound. Oh, Justin Bieber. Um, wow. Oh, 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 oh. That was Brandon and Chandler, not me, folks. That was pretty. It was beautiful. Okay, here we baby, go. Baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby yeah. by Justin Bieber. All right, next one. 
Did you say doggy style? <laughs> I said Gangnam style. Did you? I, I mean, I, I think I said Gangnam style. I heard this. I heard. Sti- I heard blah, blah, style for both of you, so I I'm not Gangnam. sure which one. We can call it a tie if you want. I will name call, the, uh, the who's the artist. Si. All right, I'll take the point. Thanks, Chandler. I will give you both a point. We'll play by your rules. I will. <laughs> I will give you both a point. Like Gangnam style. Si Seymour singer, right? Yeah. Uh, look, 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 listen. <laughs> Gango style. Look, look, look. All right, here's your bonus sound worth, uh, I, I, I don't I'm know, gonna win it right here. 700 right points. Here we go. <gasps> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You are correct, sir. I don't even know what that is. Six and O. Oh. Walk it off. Wow. Gra- gracious. And Chandler. Seven they just to did four was one. your final. Yeah, they did just do you, you can't blame it on that's an old movie before I was born. They just redid it. Yeah. Again. Chandler's not a pop culture. I, I, I didn't say it was old. I just said I've never Esquire. heard of it. Bill S. Preston Esquire. I, I, yeah. Look, guys, I'm going to say this. Man, I'm going to sound like a quitter. But what's the point of doing this show? <laughs> what is the point of doing this if for I'm the, going to lose for this reaction right week? here? As a fan of the show, we can't answer that. That's up to you to answer. But guess what? I'll be back here next Thursday. I was getting See ready ya. to say you will be here next Thursday. You got to go at least till you're 0 and 10. You're 0 and 6 right now. You still got a chance. I to think win. we should go until I win a game. Yeah, maybe that's the the bit here. Oh. That would Does Chandler me, ever win? I have a plethora. Oh, I want to keep going. Yeah, yeah, so do I. All right, Brandon, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, man, thank you guys a lot. And you did a pretty good job of being silent there. I gotta say, <laughs> a few times I <laughs> might have busted a blood vessel in my neck. But we'll talk more baseball with you next week. Oh yeah, and we'll have the uh, Farm Bureau ECU baseball report coming up on Monday. Yes, you can uh, give Brandon a call. His cell phone. He's always got it. He's always on it. 531-1812. Brandon's clients always have uh, his number ready to go before or after business hours. Call Brandon 531-1812 to schedule a review. Get a free quote. ECU grab Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau Insurance. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Billy Weaver joins us when we return after this. to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The the purpose of the Atlanta Wireless Store experience is to inform illuminate and inspire find the location near you at atlanterwireless.com atlantic wireless we go beyond the call now let's head back into prl here's your host flip brock all right troy has just defeated arkansas state in round two of the sunbelt tournament 63 to 59 trojans will move on to 
live another day on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck Buck. we'll run down what's coming up tonight and what has already happened today later on in today's show we welcome wes hines in filling in for shirley road she had to duck out hello wes hello clipper how are you sir i'm great man good to see you good to see you as you will be closing out the show today we brought in the closer for the final hour there you go and we'll be uh talking to wes later on as well but right now we will head out to the pirate radio live line talk to my co-host on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show and talk uh, about a great sports weekend coming up with Billy Weaver. He joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Weave, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Hope you are. Yes, sir. Looking forward to uh, some baseball this weekend. And uh, it is March, the March Madness. Got conference tournaments going on. East Carolina, a winner last night. Uh, they play again tomorrow night. They play again Sunday. So a lot going on in the area. Softball is home as well. Great time if you are a sports fan especially here in greenville and uh billy you got to to do something pretty cool last week uh with the trivia question i guess who was the pa announcer in the most attended ecu baseball game in history and that answer is billy weaver as you got to uh get your feet wet uh baseball pa and uh, you saw a pretty darn good game didn't you weave yeah that was so cool um you know when they asked me to do that uh and you know, they were like, hey, it's Friday for the ECU-UNC game. I was like, absolutely. Knew that was going to be a great crowd. I didn't know it was going to be a record crowd. Um, and I've been fortunate enough as, you know, a member of the media to be at uh, probably all of the highest attended games at uh, at Clark LeClaire since that place was built. I don't I don't think there's one that I've missed. Uh, as, as far as the big games go, of course, you know, North Carolina State, uh UNC, those those are the games that are expected and do draw the big crowds. And it was just awesome to sit up there. You know, the jungle was jam-packed. Uh, a little worried at first because, you know, East Carolina early on had no answers uh, for the starting pitching for, for North Carolina. But once UNC went to the bullpen, East Carolina, you know, pulled out the big rally and, and come back, uh, came from behind to win that game. It was it was really awesome. I loved it. Um looks like i might do another one here uh sometime in march so i'm looking forward to that it was a whole lot of fun it really is and you know very well how much fun that is you've you've done plenty of those games in the pa uh pa booth so um you know you know how much fun those games can be no doubt great atmosphere and uh, east carolina doing their part with an awesome come from behind win and did the same on sunday weave east carolina undefeated on the weekend and oh and two in midweek so if they can uh, figure out the midweek and hopefully that good part of that trend can continue this weekend indiana georgetown long beach state in for the keith leclerc classic always a special weekend here in greenville uh, billy another good field for the tournament and uh cliff godwin said uh, after the loss on tuesday that uh, we're going to have a good practice on Wednesday, so I think we'll see a, a pretty motivated team take the field on Friday for ECU. Yeah, but we've seen that before where East Carolina hasn't done particularly well during the midweek games, but they've dominated on the weekends. And, you know, I, to tell you the truth, that's where you'd rather play your best baseball anyway. Um, you're, you know, um, typically, especially once you get into conference play. Uh, but, you know, this is kind of a head-scratcher with those midweek games. But take nothing away from Duke. Duke's a good team. Uh, Duke is a, is a really good team. Uh, you know, they play good midweek games. This is a East Carolina team that doesn't shy away from tough competition during the midweek games and uh, out-of-conference games. So 
Um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have those times that was a little disappointing and disheartening to see how they lost. They just never seemed to get into any kind of rhythm. They had a of course a terrible inning in the late half of that game. So uh um but I, I fully expect East Carolina to bounce back. You know, the Leclerc Classic is something that's very special at East Carolina. It means a lot to not only the fans but the players and especially Coach Godwin who played for Keith Leclerc and you know that number twenty three means a lot. And in two thousand twenty three, you know, I think it the if the stars could align this year, you never know. This is this could be the year of East Carolina and you know, I'm trying to be uh, cautiously optimistic because you never know. But tell you what, looking up and down the roster, the, the Pirates, they've got some weapons, and they look really good. They've got some guys, uh, you know, that can hit the ball. They've got guys that, uh, you know, they've, they've got a lot of arms that can throw in the 90s, which is which is pretty nice. So they've, they've got the pieces. They just need to put everything together. Billy Weaver joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. ECU has had awesome crowds at home so far this season and should be the same case coming up this weekend and speaking of great crowds we've how about that one uh, last saturday night when houston rolled into town uh it didn't go the pirates way but a great atmosphere kind of the opposite last night not a a huge crowd with the nine o'clock tip-off but the team played great one of their best performances all year long in the blowout win over Tulane. Would have been great to see that Saturday with that full house in Mengees, but a uh, nice response last night by the Pirates coming off that loss to Houston. Yeah, and, you know, Tulane's a good team. They really are. Yeah. Um, and East Carolina took it to them. I mean, there was no, you know, they they were just, um, I think about the last media timeout, they're up big, and I'm thinking, hey, they're, they're going to pull this thing out and, and win convincingly, and they did. Um, as far as the Houston game goes, that was an awesome atmosphere. It really was. That's the first time in, in years that I can remember Menji's being uh, that crowd, that crowded and that loud. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And you know what? Something else, too. Um, you know, Houston was favored by 20 points in that game. Of course, you know, the, the running joke is that, you know, Good teams win, but great teams cover, and East Carolina was able to cover with that last three, so that was awesome. But what I was most impressed about is that everybody stayed. You know, this was a I, – I fully expected to see what we've seen at Menji's Coliseum in the past when a team like Houston comes in or a Cincinnati or a Memphis or somebody that's, you know, ranked nationally, big-time team comes in, and by halftime, you know, the Pirates are down 15, 20 points or whatever, and the play starts to empty out. That was not the case against Houston. They were down big at halftime, didn't play well in the first half at all, um, couldn't seem to make a free throw either. Um, but at halftime, there were still tons of people there. And at the end of the game, you know, I mean, it took me a little while to get out of the parking lot there. So I was happy to see that the fans stayed around. And I think this is, you know, something that could be a staple for East Carolina. If they could just continue, you know, to move in the right direction and get those wins, you know, we've said it years and years and years for, um, now that, East Carolina is starving for a winning basketball program. And that, that goes to show you what Menjis can be like if they can consistently win. 
We've uh, Tulane. Uh, boy, they, they didn't look good last night. I think they'll be a little more inspired when they play at home against ECU Friday night. It's a quick turnaround, back to back, basically. ECU and Tulane going back at it. Pirates will end the regular season at UCF uh, on Sunday, and then we got the AAC tournament starting next week. Real quick, um, Kim McNeil's Pirates third in the league this year after being picked dead last week, so they'll get a first round bye in the American tournament. They avoid seeing the the big power USF until the potential championship game. So there is a path for uh, Kim McNeil's team to win a couple of games and maybe have a shot to go to the NCAA tournament. And it's kind of crazy we're even talking about that after uh, the last uh, few years with Kim McNeil. But, man, what a turnaround this year for the women. Yeah, they look really good. That's, that's nice to see the women playing so well. And, it's you know, you always love to see uh, – you know, the, the pollster's wrong, dead wrong, you know, <laughs> seeing how East Carolina was picked at the bottom of the conference. Were they picked dead last, if I'm not correct? Oh, yeah. Mistaken, yep. right? Yeah, I mean, being picked dead last in the conference and playing the way they're playing. But, um, you know, they've got some great pieces to the puzzle. The young lady from Farmville Central, um, she's just been outstanding. Uh, and Kim McNeil's got it going on there. And they, they're a fun bunch to watch. Um, and that's another thing too, is, as I was, um, delighted to see that they're starting to get some, some fan support there at Minji's, uh, for the ladies as well. And I, I mean, I think it, it kind of goes hand in hand though. Winning teams draw crowds and, you know, that's, that's just kind of how it is. Everybody wants to follow a winner and the pirates are looking really good on the women's side this year. Talking to Billy Weaver, great time of the year. We have entered March and we're at that point now where there's just going to be wall to wall basketball on was watching games earlier today. You've got uh Sunbelt, Missouri Valley, Ohio Valley, horizon league, all those tournaments going on today, along with, uh, some good, uh, regular season games as well. So from now, uh, until, uh, the end of the month, we've, uh, we got some great college basketball basically on, uh, all the time. Uh, very exciting. We'll be filling out our brackets starting next Sunday. So, uh, it's getting close. That's the one thing I love about the NCAA tournament because can you think of any other sport, literally, where you care about those teams and those conferences that you reeled off? You know, some of the MAC teams, the Mountain West, all you know these these conferences that you would never really look twice at. Even in college football, uh, there's a, so much emphasis on the SEC, the ACC, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, blah blah blah. You know, all the big dogs and stuff like that. But it, when the NCAA tournament comes around, you find yourself watching these um, conference finals uh, in these tournament finals to see who's going to be in the big dance, who's going to be the next Cinderella team, who's going to be the team, you know, the, I don't know, the 12 seed that upsets the number five seed or the, you know, who knows, maybe another 16-1 upset. We've only seen that one time. But that's the magic of the NCAA tournament, and that's what's so fun about this time of year. Looking forward to that. Make sure you get by here, Weave, uh, a couple weeks from now and fill out a bracket. Uh, you can be a uh back in our pool I, i've won one of them i know morgan ayler's won recently we have you ever i don't know if you've ever won one here we oh, no i i've never won one there and I, I can't remember ever winning um any bracket that i've ever filled out be it at uitn <laughs> or yeah at you know i've been in so many pools we've uh in my life the only time i've ever won one was the one here where i think i won a gift card but there was like no stakes to it so it was kind of kind of right, stunned right. <laughs> well, you know, and and that just goes to show, you know, they've got those national um, 
uh, tournament brackets where if you pick, you know, if you you pick everybody right, then there's just, I mean, the odds of doing that. You you see how hard it is just to win, um, you know, an office pool that's got 15, 20 people in it, let alone picking everything right. Or, you know, Brian Bailey does his second chance, the Sweet 16, is that right? Yeah. And and people can't get that right. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever, like, got that 100% correct. And you're – you basically cut the field and, you know, you're you're down to the sweet sixteen basically. I mean and, and it's just uh that's how it goes. You would you would figure that would be so much easier and obviously the odds are better there, but it just goes to show you even with sixteen teams to pick everybody correctly is just it's hard, it's tough. And I think that's what's so much fun about filling out brackets. Um, because, I mean, it could be somebody that do- knows absolutely nothing about the game and goes in it completely blind and just, you know, randomly picks teams uh, that has just as good a chance as somebody that knows the ins and outs of basketball. And it seems like the people that that know the most about the game do the worst because typically people like us overanalyze everything <laughs> and ending up, end up picking everything wrong so billy weaver it's fun it's still fun yeah we've joining us today uh along with all the hoops and the baseball uh keep an eye on football this weekend we've got a heavily anticipated pro day coming up at ecu later on uh but this weekend it'll be cj johnson and keaton mitchell on display at the nfl combine the receivers on saturday running backs on sunday weave so something else to keep an eye on hopefully uh you'll have a lot of eyeballs on keaton mitchell cj johnson a chance for them to uh, get their foot in the door with some nfl franchises with uh hopefully some good performances this weekend yeah of course Obviously, uh, really looking forward to seeing Keaton Mitchell and him running the 40. I mean, because we were kind of reliving history with that. I mean, we all remember when Chris Johnson was in the combine and, you know, he set a combine record at the time. Is that, I think, I don't think that record. It's been, yeah, it's been broken, but he's he's still like top five all time with the 424. Yeah, but I mean that that performance at the combine made him a number one draft or, or first round draft pick, I should say. Um, and he was not a first rounder. I think he was considered maybe a fourth, maybe a fifth rounder going into the combines. Coming out of the combines, he's a first round draft pick. So that just goes to show you. And then it, you know the thing about the combine too is that to me is a place where you can drastically improve your draft stock. But um, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that go in there that, you know, are already considered first, second round picks that it's really not helping that much. Um, it, it's more of, you know, trying to get in there and open eyes. And I think, I think Keaton Mitchell's definitely going to open some eyes, uh, with his speed. And all you have to do is turn on the tape. I mean, you know, and, and see what he's done at East Carolina. He's, he's a special back and I hope he gets, uh, I hope he he improves his draft stock and CJ as well. I mean, he's he's got the physical frame yeah. and that physical body that that uh, the the NFL NFL scouts really love. So it's going to be interesting to watch those guys. We've uh, Chris Johnson. You brought him up, parlayed a great senior season into a great bowl game, into a great combine, and was able to go first round. And and speaking of that, and a Facebook post I saw by you or maybe a tweet 
uh brian bailey was around some water again just like you guys were on that hawaii trip <laughs> and i was trying to remember um who was the one that came out of the water bloody and i believe uh, reading your tweet that was brian bailey and not you correct oh yeah. yeah yeah that was definitely bailey yeah yeah he uh he rolled over the reefs a little bit and you know anybody that's ever been in any tropical climates and been around reefs uh, that's very sharp stuff, and he just got a lot of little nicks all over his body. <laughs> the way you say he rolled over makes him sound like a big sea lion or something out there in the water. Roll. <laughs> I didn't want to. I mean, I. I mean, you, hey, take that for what it's worth, man. <laughs> so you just you just visualize what you yeah. want. Uh, but <laughs> he got hit by a wave uh, and kind of roll. He yeah, it was kind of roll. Oh, yeah. He'll tell you that, but it was. I just wish back, that was what, 2007? I just yeah. wish we would have had uh, good cell phones back then. Oh, you know, man. Somebody would have had great video of that. That would have been awesome, but unfortunately, there's no video evidence. I know Weave's looking yeah. forward to going to the. Our stories. Uh, going forward, uh, going to the big house. I know you're looking forward to that, Billy, but that Hawaii trip to see a football game had to be an all timer. I mean, can anything top that? No, no. Yeah. Uh, the, the trip was awesome. It, it really was. Um, and it, it it was just I, it couldn't have been any better. I mean, East Carolina, you know, it was an exciting game. Uh, it was Boise State was a top twenty five team at the time. East Carolina was the underdog in that. It was a last second field goal to win it. The flight home, which is like ten or eleven hours, which would have been dreadful if you'd gone down there and got beat, you know, forty eight to nothing or something crazy like that. But instead, the flight home was exciting. I remember getting off the flight in Kinston, um, and there were probably a couple hundred of pirate pirate fans that night there, uh, cheering as Skip Holtz came off with the trophy. And it was just it was an awesome experience all the way around. A week in Hawaii, a big bowl win against a um, top twenty five team, and the celebration afterwards. It was it was very special, and I don't know how many other bowl games would be able to top that for east carolina we will wrap it up with some nascar talk and i had uh chase elliott the other i think i'm just going to keep taking chase elliott till he wins one he finishes second behind and i'm glad that there are graphics and announcers because i would not have known who was in that car running first kyle bush no m&ms new number hardly recognizable but still winning races he was able to win in uh fontana on sunday yeah, got his first win for Richard Childress Racing. That's you know that's a story team in NASCAR. Of course, you know Richard Childress was the team owner for for you know the legend Dale Earnhardt, and uh, so Rowdy making the the move over to RCR was a big deal in the off season. Um, and this is you know 19 years in a row, I believe that uh, Kyle Busch has won at least one uh, Cup Series race. Uh, and that that's a new record. He and his brother Kurt Busch have more have won more races than any brother tandem ever in NASCAR, uh, beating the Allisons. Um, so it's it, it was a pretty special weekend for Kyle Busch. Some people don't like him. Some people think he's cocky. They don't like the bow. They don't like you know uh, some of his antics. Sometimes I like him. I think he's great for the sport. And they're going to Las Vegas this weekend, which is a place that he's, you know, run pretty well at before. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see back-to-back wins from 
from Kyle. He's one of those guys that once they get going and he gets a little taste of victory lane, uh, he's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, I was going to say, Weave, he is the betting favorite right now for this weekend, followed uh, by Kyle Larson and uh, I guess uh, the future is now Ross Chastain, who uh, I believe ran well the other day. He's up there amongst the odds uh, as well coming up for Sunday. We've uh, enjoyed the chat, man. Uh, what you got planned for the weekend ahead? I'm going to go out and watch a little baseball this week. Yes, sir. All right. So. I'll be out there for two games on Saturday and uh, looking forward to a uh, fun weekend. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's it, the the Keith LeClaire Classic is always fun. It's really neat too that you know it's not just East Carolina. There's other games going on too. So if you're a big baseball junkie, this is the weekend to to get out there and have some fun. And it looks like the weekend weather is going to be okay for the first time in the last three weekends or so, where the what uh, question the weather has been questionable. So I think the weekend weather is supposed to be pretty decent. Billy, uh, enjoy it, man. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, man. We'll see you. Billy Weaver joining us. Pirate Radio Live line here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We will take a timeout, come back when we return. More from last night's ECU win over Tulane. More from Mike Schwartz. We'll also make you a winner. Open up the booty bag. It's all ahead. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation, and congratulations to Luke Limbrunner of Greenville, the winner of a shrimp taco lunch to Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice-cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, Luke will be grabbing his amiga and heading to Chico's. He said he's got an anniversary coming up, and that is going to come in handy. So, hey, if you've got a birthday anniversary coming up, you're unsure on uh, where to go eat, what to get, tune into Pirate Radio Live every day. Be our winner, and boom, we make the decision for you. And then boom, boom, boom. And Luke's got uh, Chico's in his future. Thanks for uh, tuning in, Luke, and congratulations on the gift, and happy anniversary. All right, uh, we got business to take care of. Chandler, uh, 
Tom, what is time? Time is such a mysterious thing. Time. It's, uh, we're always racing against time, Wes. Yes, we are. The always. years go by, the days, the hours, the minutes, the seconds, the milliseconds. But the great thing is, um, it feels good to look forward to something, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Yes. To have absolutely. A, a, a carrot at the end of the stick. At, yes. Light at the end of the tunnel. Per mm-hmm. se. And here uh, on Pirate Radio Live, we like to look forward to things. Uh, right. Don't we, Chandler? Absolutely. What are we looking forward to? Well, of course, ECU football. Always. And we're always wondering, hmm, hmm. How many days away are we? Hmm. Now, people out there that might know hmm. what Pirate Radio is, uh, Pirate Radio Live is, hmm. they're probably thinking this sounds familiar. Hmm. What, what are they doing? That's what are they, because what are these guys getting there? They're at like, here? what are they doing? What here? are these guys leading up to here? Now, I usually like to t- ask Shirley to do this, but it's an honor to ask uh, Wes Hines to do this. Wes, back your fat truck up right now. Hmm. Back it up. Back it up. Man. It is back, folks. Wes, has anybody complimented your dumper lately? No. Has Not anyone good. told you to back it up lately? No. Back that thing on up, well, Wes. Back it up because it is back. Welcome back, David Price Construction, with the David Price Construction countdown to kickoff. Get on the hard hats, folks. Wes, put on that hard hat. Now, people are probably like, hey. <laughs> People are like, hey, hey, get to the days already. How hey, many, how many days, days we got? How many days? How many more days do we have till ECU football? Hey. People cannot wait for ECU football, but you're going to have to wait. 100 and Wes, turn days. that fat truck down. down. please. Thank you. Thank you. 184 days until ECU That's it? takes the trip to Ann Arbor and kicks off the 2023 football campaign against the Wolverines of Michigan. My gosh, what is happening in Studio A? We're good. I'm going to continue going on, but 184 days away until week one of the 2023 football season. People are like, I can't wait that long. I've got to see ECU football in action soon. Guess what? What? There's this thing that I like to call a spring game. And we are 37 days away from that wow so it'll be purple versus gold in the pigskin football barbecue whatever you want to call it pigskin kickoff party oh my goodness brian whatever. bailey's gonna roast you that's who i was trying to get to that's what the great pirate purple gold pigskin pickout party there, there you go. go you got it that's it i am uh what they call a true pirate i'm not an imposter pirate <laughs> 37 days away until the spring game 184 days away until ecu versus michigan in the big house all of that on the david price construction countdown to kickoff and the david price construct or the ecu football countdown to kickoff is brought to you by david price construction run by ecu alumni david price construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions give them a call today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com for all your commercial or custom residential and building needs david price construction the proud ecu home services partner and he is an award winner yes he is and their uh company there david price construction glad to have them back so 
Uh, looks like we might be having more videos coming your way of potentially Chandler getting his arse kicked. Yes. Which is always fun Can't for everyone. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. All right, David Price Construction is back on board, and uh, I love having that countdown, man, because it, we just watch it dwindle by the day, by the month, and then boom, it's going to be here, and uh, it's going to be excitement time, as Mike Houston would say. All right, let's uh, tell you what. Let's get our last break. We'll come back, and I'll give you a big Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard on what has transpired today in college basketball and what is coming up tonight. Fun time with the March Madness approaching. We're back with you to wrap it up on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 62,000 followers today at PR927FM. And now, with a Wells Fargo stock market report, here he is, Mr. Wes Hines. The Dow Jones closed today up 342 at 33,004. The NASDAQ opened, uh, or it closed at 11,463. That was up 84. And the S&P 500 closed at 3,981. Uh, <laughs> and that was up 30 on your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells, <laughs> Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC. Member NSIPC. Now back to Clip Brock, who is uh, doing the wave in the other room and distracting me for sure. Yeah, that yeah that was for my, sure in terms of that was my bad on Wes's read there. Oh, that was all me. <laughs> no, it was not. If I wasn't no. that, if I wasn't doing that, he would have read that perfect. But I distracted him. Folks. I mean, when I got got to doing the. Uh, Doing the, the live read, that's when I saw you. And I, and yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. All those thousands you were talking about, that was my fault. No, I did that on myself. Look, I got glasses, and it, they are nasty. As <laughs> <laughs> all right, so was it my fault or your glasses' fault? It's my glasses' fault. Okay, all right, fair enough. But at least I didn't find them in the All right, section. we're overtime, Wes. Please. I didn't even get to get to the games, man. I wanted to talk about basketball. You're over here playing music, talking about hundreds of thousands and up and down and glasses and dancing. I want to talk about sports. 
And, and we're out of time. And now we're working overtime. <laughs> Check out the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard for yourself, folks. I'm sorry. We'll talk about it all tomorrow. Wes, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, too. All right, man. Chan, man. See you tomorrow. Friday, Wes, you back tomorrow? No, no, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. He's not. All right. Well, we'll see you when we see you. All right, buddy. See you. Talk to you Friday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Pirate Radio, WGHB Farmville, 1250 at 92.7 FM Greenville, WDLX Washington, 930 at 104.1 FM.